You are listening to Metrics and Chill, a podcast about business metrics and the interesting ways that people improve them. I'm John Benini, and I'm your host. My guest today is the Gabe Marguglio, founder and CEO at Nextony, and a good friend of mine. Gabe, what's up, man? Good to have you on. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? And Gabe, very excited to be here. Very, very excited to be here. This is a new show, all right? No, same same show, different name. So I don't know. Is that a new show? I guess. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, we're I we're a little so. more focused now uh, uh, on on specific metrics people are are tracking, improving, and how they do it. And uh, and Gabe is one of those guys. He was on the short list of people when we decided to to kind of reposition it a little bit. It was like we got to get Gabe on here to talk about video. And uh, I know awesome. you produce a lot of shows yourself. So how does it feel to be on the other side of the mic? I I love it. I it's weird because I, I I'm tending, you know, I'm always thinking about asking the questions <laughs> yeah. like I just did to you, like new show. <laughs> that was me being the host and not the guest. But uh, I I actually love it, love it, love it to share, love to share what we do, what we what we experience, and uh, try to help everybody as much as possible. Well, like I said, Gabe is the founder and CEO at Nextiny. So, Gabe, why don't you give us the quick rundown on Nextiny? What makes uh, the agency unique? So, uh, you know, we started with websites and SEO and we grew into content and inbound. You know, we've, you know, if, if there's one constant at Next Knee is change, right? Like literally we have evolved continuously. Uh, but lately in the past five years, I'm going to say with inbound and growth and being not just marketing, but marketing and sales. Uh, one thing we separated ourselves, not just using HubSpot, but using the HubSpot ecosystem and, and being a MarTech agency, right? Yeah. Like in, an agency that embraces data and and measuring things and using software to save time and money and and create bigger impact, right? So that's one aspect of us: the the science and the you know the metrics and the science and the measuring and then growing. Uh, if, if you want to call the other side the arts. You know, it's uh, it's with websites. We started with creating websites at the design side of things, but now it evolved into all kinds of creative, um, different channels, podcasts, video, video series, and all that stuff. So, um, if if you if you think about it as you know the science and the arts, the science on the metrics and the software, and the arts is like the video and the engagement and the brand affinity. You know, okay, you need leads. Yes, we need to increase these numbers. But let's grow your brand so people actually love you and want to listen to you and want to watch your videos and not just forcing them to watch it. So that's I, I believe yeah. that's kind of like what separates us from the from the bunch. That's evident to to those of us who aren't working for the agency. Obviously, I appreciate the level of consistency that you've been. Nextiny has been beating the drum on video for, I mean, three four years that I've noticed. You know, maybe mm -hmm. more than that. And you've continually gotten better with it and been more innovative in how you measure it and the things that you're doing with it. So Gabe actually decided, uh, you know, offered to come on this podcast today. And the specific metric we're going to get dig into is video hours watched and how that correlates to business, how they improved it. But where I wanted to start, Gabe, was how did you identify this area, this metric as an opportunity to begin with? So like, Two years ago, we did a case study as a as an impact award um, application. HubSpot has these quarterly impact awards that you submit a case study from what you're doing with your customers, and you share it, you know, with customer approval, of course, and then you know you can get an award. And we've been 
for years applying and never winning and getting very close and all that stuff. But uh, we did one that was comparing with connecting, connecting HubSpot, connecting Wistia, understanding leads turning into customers and how video actually impacted that. So we compared leads that haven't watched video and the, how they turn into customers and the percentage, the closing rate, compared to the closing rate from leads that have watched video as part of their, their path. And uh, we realized that in this very video-heavy account, um, it was three times as much. So people that watch video, leads that watch video, closed three times as, as much as uh, people that didn't watch video. So um, it was like 7% and 21%. Uh, comparison. And we did all of this with, of course, a data box board where we connected all the dots and did the calculations and everything showing everything in there. Uh, and we won the award. So we said, okay, this is important. This is something that people are paying attention. We won the award because of the innovation side of mm. seeing the data and how video creates an impact. What's the next step? What, what do we do next to take this to the next level? How do we extrapolate this to all of our other customers. Is this a story that's happening everywhere or is this a story that is just like one off? So we went, I went back and I did the same analysis with all of our customers that had, we were doing actively uh, video marketing for them. And we saw the numbers were not only three times, but four times, five times, sure. nine times. So I, I was, um, and of course it was for us too. So, so that took us to how do we create more video, right? Like the question was, let's create more video. If we need to make them watch video to close at a higher rate, then let's make them watch more video. So watching more video is not as easy as creating more video, right? Like that's one aspect. But we said, okay, how do we improve this for the lead generation and the customer acquisition side of things, but also, you know, brand affinity? Because at the end of the day, when people watch more video, they're not just getting to know you more and probably closing at a higher rate, but also they're they're starting to create that human connection with your brand. So we wanted to see it from both from both perspectives. How do we make more people watch more video from a brand so they close higher and right. connect with the brand? Love that as a thesis. If if only because for a long time video the the level of measurement wasn't very sophisticated. It was just one of those things mm -hmm. that people know you should do. Like you should do video because yeah. X percent of people are consuming video online or X mm -hmm. percent of people are seeing video in their social feeds. But like for you to tie something that specific to it, uh, you know, when you did, which was, a, you know, like you said, a couple years ago, not many people were drawing that correlation um, mm -hmm. in, in a clear way. And um, I think the part that I'm most interested in and I think you have, you know, a, a really good viewpoint uh, around is how do you actually improve that? Like you just said something great, which was getting people to watch more video isn't as simple as creating more video, right? <laughs> like, yeah, you got to be engaging and all these things and all, all these super obvious talking points. But like the nitty gritty, how do you for yourself for next any for your clients? What is the art form of getting people to watch more hours of video so that maybe you can increase the likelihood that they close or become a customer? So, so first of all, we wanted to know how to measure that, right? Like you have to be, you have to have consistency. You can't just measure one video here, one video mm -hmm. there, because they're different videos about different things. Every video has a different 
goal, right? Like a testimonial video, a product video, a customer service video, they're all different videos. Yes, we can put them all in one bag and say videos do this, right? But mm -hmm. how do we analyze something a little bit more scientifically? So we took on, you know, the video series that we're doing, that we were doing, like we did this coffee talk video series, which was kind of like an introduction to our team. We talked for 20 minutes about a topic and, you know, two people from our team would just talk about it and share what they knew. And if you think about it, it was a way for us to introduce our team to whomever was on the other side, potential customers, leads, uh, and that connected those people with, with our team. We realized that people were watching, people who were watching Coffee Talks were closing at a higher rate too because they connected at, on the brand level and all that stuff. So we said, okay, this is a consistent aspect of video that we're doing. How about we, we, we measure not only the hours watched, but we can also measure around that page views mm -hmm. on a Wistia channel, which is what we use. We use Wistia to host all of our videos and measure and everything. Like you said, it's important to be able to measure all these things. Wistia allowed us to do that. But then we also measure on the Google Analytics side of things, page views and things like that, or on HubSpot leads and customers. So we connected the dots between the different things. But having a consistent effort allows you to track and measure more easily because we can see week to week is if it's getting better, if people are going back and watching the old episode. Like it is easier to measure an episodic effort than to measure individual videos, first of all. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, for sure. And uh, sort of a follow-up I have from that, especially about Coffee Talks, uh, which is a great series and you should check out uh, for our listeners. Uh, so is it a matter of, so you're saying people who watch Coffee Talks, you know, your main thesis here, uh, more likely to convert to customers. So is it as simple as distribution? Like, is it just about getting your video in front of more people, putting it in your emails, linking to it in, in your blog? Or is there more to it than that? Because uh, I could click on a video, watch 10 seconds. That's not what you're looking for, right? You're looking for engagement. So yeah. what's the balance there between just getting it more visible to people, but also, mm -hmm. you know, something along the art or the substance of the video gets people to watch longer and makes them more likely to do business with you? Definitely. So so through these video series, what we, we are doing is, with the consistency, you create a, the potential, the probability of someone coming back. Mm -hmm. So that's not number one, creating a consistent video effort, like a video series, a video podcast or something like that, that is in a weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, whatever it is that you want to do or that it makes sense for you, will allow you to create an audience, a micro audience that actually like what you're saying. They want to come back. Therefore, you can get them to watch more videos. So now the question is, is it just posting something every week and making it as long as possible so there's more <laughs> time for them to watch? The answer is no. And, and, and we tried, you know, two-minute video series, 20-minute video series, 45-minute video series, right? Like every episode was two minutes, you know, sure. uh, 20 and, and 45. And it depends on the format, it depends on the audience, it depends on a lot of things. But I, I, we went back to the data, and that's key. the whole key around this is, okay, what are we seeing that people like? With Wistia, we can go back to each video and see which parts people watch the most and which parts they rewatched. 
or where they we lost them. So we started analyzing not only how many page views, how many views on the video, or how many hours, generally speaking, we, we saw them uh, watch, but also which parts were more important, which episodes actually created a bigger impact, which episodes were more shared online yeah. on social media, more which episodes were watched more from email efforts. So we started understanding what made our series interesting to the people that was interested about about that series. Right. So then we make decisions with that. It's not just, all right, let's create another series, which was part of a, the experiment. We created MarTech Masters, which is a 45, you know, 30 to 45 minute video series, which we, we use it to, from everything we learned from Coffee Talks, we used it on MarTech Mastery. It was more like a guest uh, interview like this. Um, but then with Mar Martech Master, on every episode, we are learning what's happening with the what wh what parts of the episode, which episodes, and then with that information, we're making the next episodes better. We're making the next season better. So uh, among those things is the reason why people connect with this. Like, who is your audience, and what makes them actually like you? Right. Right. Um, Right, and we can of course dig deeper into that if you want. Yeah, yeah, I, I love the idea though of, uh, uh, and not to oversimplify it, but consistency is almost more important than distribution because yes. you can distribute one video and get a ton of people to watch it, but if you can create that internal expectation that oh, if every week these guys are putting out this interview series, mm -hmm. or every month, or or whatever it is, every Wednesday, then that itself could create the habit of somebody consuming yes. more video from you because they have this internal expectation rather than this magical video that you share on Twitter and you get a, a, a ton of, a ton of views from. Yeah. It's not about virality or, or, or creating something that is so amazing that everybody in the world wants to watch. And that's, I feel like when we're creating video, we're creating all kinds of content. I feel like that's one of the biggest problems out there is people think that, they need to create something for everybody. And yeah. it's the opposite. You want to create something that's special for this special group of people. Your right. ideal audience, your ideal customer, your buyer persona, your influencers, whatever it is that you're building that content for, whoever is going to watch it, they need to love it. Not everybody else. Only they need to love it. So if you focus on what a group of people want to watch and want to engage with, then you'll get better and better at it because you're not trying to make everybody happy and make it as long as possible, but as short as possible and it yeah. as engaging as possible and fun and educative. And like, you can't do everything for everybody. Right. But if you decide, okay, I want to engage with these people um, and you keep that consistency going, then we'll, they will come back. Consistency is more important than distribution. Then a video series could be turned into a podcast, into a social, you know, post, into a blog. So distribution is part of the 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 equation, but is not the most important thing. Yeah. Consistency is key to the whole thing. I love that. I love that. That that should be the headline here. Consistency <laughs> over distribution, right? Um, you can get lucky once, but if you have that, like you said, if you can have your viewers have that internal expectation, that in itself could increase your your hours watched on video. Um, was there any specific takeaway from, you mentioned you did two-minute videos, you did 10-minute uh, videos, you did 45-minute videos. Was there any specific takeaway from that as to which one 
was most effective at getting people to explore your brand more, become customers? Yeah, and 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 with consistency, longer form videos are great because if you create again engaging content for that micro audience that should like those pieces of content then they're going to engage more with it it doesn't have to be longer for the sake of being longer it has to be valuable right for mm. them and if it is longer and still valuable you'll have a lot more engagement a lot more hours which turn them it, it increases the brand affinity to your brand. So right. the longer the piece of content is, and of course there's a balance there, the more we've seen an impact. So we went back to the data and we saw that, you know, coffee talks was 20 minutes and we've gotten this amount of hours watched and Martech masters was more of a 30 to 45 minutes. And we've gotten, again, coffee talks was, was live for two, two years. Martech masters was live for 30 weeks and in 30 weeks we did triple the amount of hours that we've gotten with coffee talks and that was not just with creating longer episodes but also creating more engaging content right and now we're going back to okay what are the top five episodes of martech masters why and we're going back and asking people why did you like this so much why did you share this on social media uh you know one thing that's important is seeing when people share things be, be, without you asking, that is what shows that your series, right. your podcast is actually making it, is when people share it by themselves, right? Without you saying, here, here's my podcast, and then someone we share it. No, if someone posts on social media, hey, you need to watch this, you need to listen to this, then you start understanding who is watching, who's actually actively yeah. um, engaging. With it. I love the takeaway there, which is like longer video works, not necessarily because it's longer, but because you're creating more opportunity for more hours watched. Even if you're, even if a viewer only watches 20 minutes of a 45 minute video, mm -hmm. that's still longer than if they watched a two minute video, right? <laughs> like, yep. So mm -hmm. you're creating more opportunity for more engagement that way. All right. So the last question I have for you, Gabe, uh, a couple minutes left here, just a high level like results and how you go about measuring it. You've touched on this a bit. I know you've mentioned data box, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, give us the uh, geek out for a second and tell us how you actually measure the results from from these uh, these campaigns. So for example, we use Wistia for all the website um, videos, right? So Wistia allows us to track absolutely everything that is on our website. And we have a Wistia channel that allows us to put it all in a kind of like a Netflix experience, which increases part of the puzzle, increases engagement because someone watches one episode and they might watch the next one automatically, or it's easier for them to decide what's important for them and stuff like that. Uh, but Wistia allows us to track how many hours people are watching, which parts of the video and all that stuff, like I mentioned before, mm -hmm. uh, but then also connected to HubSpot and, you know, how these people are becoming customers. They're going through their, you know, journey through their buyer journey and how video is impacting them. So may, being able to connect the dots between HubSpot and Emba, um, HubSpot and, and Wistia with their integration was crucial. And then using Databox to show all this data, we have a board for every video series where we see all these things in one place and I can go every day and I get them on Slack too. It's very easy to, for me to understand, 
okay, this episode created a big impact. Why? Let's go back and understand. Are people watching older episodes? Are people watching the new episodes? Are subscribers going up? So we're measuring all these things around this. Now, you may ask, okay, what happens if I have them on YouTube? Well, YouTube also gives you some of this data. Sometimes it's harder to connect the dots, but you can see minutes watched, and right. we have seen an increase in minutes watched, not only on the series, but also on other videos. So we're constantly tracking and trying to connect the dots between these things. We're tracking hours watched, we're tracking page views on the on the page that, that the videos live, the main page, we're tracking subscribers, and of course then we're connecting them with leads, customers, how videos are impacting leads turning into customers and all those things. I love this. So let's let's leave everybody with a with a specific takeaway. What uh, you know, I'm I'm listening to this episode right now, and you know, I I want to go off right now and and you know either rehaul my video strategy, launch one. What's one thing that you would leave everyone with that's listening that wants to think about increasing the video hours watch or specifically just increasing engagement to get people more likely to buy from them? What's something they should think about? I would say know your audience. The the more you know your audience, the more you understand who you're talking to, the the better and the easier is going to get to actually create something they love. Because like I said, you can't just make everybody like you. You're not creating this for the world. You're creating this for your 10, 100,000, 10,000, 10 million. It doesn't matter. Know who that audience is and then create content for them. The more you do that, and the more specific and direct you are about that, the more they're going to engage and the more people they're going to bring that is going to resonate with your brand, which will make your brand affinity grow and your conversions grow. So everything grows over time. Also, don't be, again, of course, I have to give two, not just one. <laughs> uh, don't be too obsessed with creating the lead or the customer or connecting video to. That is important, but there is a long there's a long-term strategy here, and, and that is very important. Consistency, but also thinking about the long-term repercussions of you creating something on a consistent basis over time and making it grow, that has a bigger impact on your brand and your company than any lead or customer that you, you could track today or tomorrow. Tell them. Tell them. Listen to the guy. Gabe, where should everybody go to check out more, more of your content specifically about video? Of course, you can go to nextnymarketing.com. That's the word next, I-N-Y, marketing.com. Or you can just Google Martech Masters, and uh, we are pretty much uh, owning the first page right there. Uh, but definitely, uh, we have a video page. We have a lot of content about how to create your video studio at home, uh, brand affinity guides, video marketing guides, video uh, video series guide. So, and if you want to chat with me on, on Twitter, Gabriel Marguglio, uh, I'm always connected there. Gabe, this was great, man. Thanks a lot for coming on and sharing. Thanks for having me. Take it easy, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, check out our other episodes or subscribe to get new ones. If you want to support the show, we'd love for you to leave a review or share it with someone. And if you want a tool to help you track and improve your business performance, try Databox free at databox.com.